This week's episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by Annie's Kits Club. Annie's provides monthly kit subscriptions that are for crafters of all ages and crafters who have all sorts of interests. To get 75% off your first month's subscription, go to annieskitclubs.com and use the code SEWINGOUTLOUD75. That's all caps, sewing out loud, and the numbers 75. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And for those of you who, if this is not like the first podcast you're listening to on May 6th or 7th uh, of 2022, we have been away for a while. Thanks for waiting for us. <laughs> I think, I mean, people have been messaging and stuff. They've People been have been missed. asking if They've we're been okay. Us. They've been missing yes. us. We're glad to be back. We're glad you. We're glad you missed us. We're thankful that you messaged. We're we're very we're very glad to be back. All of that. Glad to be talking to you. Um, do you want to do you want to talk to him about Fanny a little bit? Maybe just tell just tell people you mean about Fiona. Fanny. Fiona. I thought. I guess I made up Fanny. <laughs> That's Fiona's. <laughs> That's Fiona's sister. Fiona, I yeah, or Fiona's like sixth middle name or something. Probably because <laughs> okay. it's all alliteration. Sorry. So excuse me. Um, when you tell me about Fiona, <laughs> if I give her full name, we have to make this um, maybe uh, modify. Yeah. Okay. The I guess I can do that part, and part. people can use okay. their imaginations. So along about the first week in March, um, I. Thought I hurt my arm. I carried like 15 bags of groceries in on one arm, and I thought, oh, I overdid it. You know, the 69-year-old arm can't take that. Who do I think I am? You know, but at the time, my hip was hurting, so I didn't want to make too many trips. Okay. CD was all This is like up. the organ recital, everybody. No, it's everything that's wrong with my we body. We were already having a little trouble getting stuff done because of your hip. Like, yes. <laughs> and this, is, this is like ridiculous. And then... It's like crash boom. So anyway, you know, I, I'm like, wow, I can't believe my arm hurts like this. And then I started to write something because I do this like labeling funny notes to myself thing after I grocery shop. Okay. Like, you know, I will write down asparagus and cucumbers because they're in the garage fridge and I don't want to forget whatever I want to do. Anyway, I go to write and I can't write. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I having a stroke? You know, if I can't write and my arm hurts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I run into the bathroom. And I start smiling in the mirror. And I was symmetrical. And I stick my tongue out. And I was straight on. And I was like, what is wrong with me? So I pull up my sleeve. And I have this lump. It's like in my forearm, right below my elbow, just distal to my elbow. So I'm like. No, that's a lump. I I could see it. And I, then, of course, I put up my other sleeve on the other side. And I'm like, yeah, they're not the same. So I'm not semest- symmetrical, but I don't it's think this is picture. a stroke. It's right? a gross picture that I took of your right. arm. So I didn't say anything. And I tried to, like, you know, calm down and thought, well, you know, when this pain stops and I feel better or whatever I did to my arm, I'll be able to write again. Well, I couldn't. So I couldn't write. 
And then I noticed, like, I could not spread my fingers on that hand, that I had, like, no control over my pinky finger and my ring finger on that hand. And I'm like, oh, man, I have popped a tendon. Because I always diagnose myself, right? Yeah. So I, I, you know, oh, I've popped a tendon. So Mallory struts over, I don't know, a couple hours later, and I go, hey, look at my arm. And she goes, oh, my God, what'd you do? And I go, I don't know, I guess I popped a tendon or something, but there wasn't a pop. You know, she's like, yeah, there'd be a pop. And I'm like, well, there wasn't. And I don't always have the same symptoms as the textbook anyway. So so anyway, um, I have a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have a physical therapy appointment by for next day for my hip, and I'm like, I know how to get in. I'll show them my deformed arm, right? I know how to see a doctor fast, <laughs> right? So otherwise, it's like, well, you, you, you know, skill. if you're not dying, you can see somebody in six weeks or whatever. So, and I, we live in a major medical town, and it takes that long to see someone. Yeah. But anyway, um, I go in, and the physical therapist goes, oh, no. Let me get the occupational therapist. Oh, no, you need to go, like, straight from here. You'll get an appointment. Da-da-da-da-da. So they give me an appointment, actually, with my hip doctor because he also does hand and wrist um, injections. So I go go to the hip doctor. He goes, why are you here? (laughs) I'm like, what's happening? Wait till you see my arm. Look at my weirdo arm. And he's like, oh. Did you hear a pop? See, I'm not crazy. He said the same thing. Did you hear a pop? I said, no, but my hand doesn't work right, you know, and he's like, oh, man. He goes, I don't know what the, and he's trying to feel, and he's feeling around. He goes, let's do a sonogram, because they have one right there in the room. Yeah. And he's scanning it, and immediately I go, that's a tumor. And he's, it's not a tumor. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, that was perfect. You don't have a tumor. It's, it's not a tumor. <laughs> I don't have a tumor. Anyway, and he goes, yeah, it is. And I think he was really glad, like, I said that. So he didn't have to tell me it was a tumor. But anyway, I said, well, what kind is it? You know. So um, anyway, he says, I think it's fatty, you know, blah, 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 and all this. So to make a lot of tests, to go through a lot of testing and a lot of sonograms. On my third sonogram, I just said, there is no fetus there, okay? But anyway, um, nerve test, all these things, multiple doctors. I think I wound up at the end seeing like four or five doctors because of the nerve involvement was a serious thing. So two weeks from that time, or what, well, then they say to me, they gave me, a surgery date, which was like, the, I think, the 22nd of March. And we're on like the 2nd or 3rd of March or something like that by now. And uh, nobody calls. And I'm like, oh, well, it's not as bad as they thought. So they're not calling. You know, they're not moving it up. They kept saying, we're, we're going to have to move it up. It, it's really bad. You know, you're going to lose more function if you, we don't get this nerve, uh, you know, released and all this. So I sat back in this place of comfort that I artificially made for myself and said, oh, well, they aren't calling, so it's not that bad. So I got a call like two days later, and it said, you need to be here at 5 o'clock, you know, on the sev- in the morning, you know, on the 17th. Um, you will have a team of doctors, and you will meet them tomorrow. So they called me on Tuesday. I met my team on Wednesday, and I had surgery on Thursday. Um, and... I'm saying, my husband and I are supposed to go camping that weekend, and I'm saying to him, well, you know, 
I think I can still go camping. It's just going to be a couple suture lines, you know, because the team explained to me where this. Okay, so the tumor was like a donut, and it was wrapped around my bone, my ulnar bone. Well, you haven't told them the name of the tumor oh, yet. Oh, the name of the... Well, I didn't name it right away either. Yeah, so, but you yeah. Mean, well, I think by this point I, in the timeline... I wonder if I can remember the name. Fiona, the, the fatty... Oh, yeah, the mm-hmm. effing <laughs> fatty, fatty forearm, forearm tumor, tumor was its name. And then they... Franny. S- <laughs> Mallory thinks Franny. it's Franny. She's got it Fanny. Fanny. Fiona. I, I, well, and I thought about naming a lot of things like adipo, like Addie for adipose Adipose. tissue. Yeah, yeah. right. Or yeah. Posey for adipose. But anyway, mm. um, Hillary yeah. wanted the alliteration. I let I like her name the, it. I so anyway. the alliteration as well. Um, so anyway, they did. They did explain to me that there would be two suture lines, probably three to four inches long. Okay, you know, um, because they couldn't get to this tumor and they couldn't visualize the, you know, they weren't going to be able to get to it from one side without damaging, causing more damage to nerves and all this. And they needed these two, you know, incisions to get there, um, visualize it. Yes. So, so, you know, like, okay, get on with it, get on with it, you know. And um, so they did. Okay. I totally underestimated my reaction to this. It was the most horrible thing. My arm hurts so bad. Still hurts. Now, it supposedly can continue to hurt for now, up to a year. Now, you've been able to write, though. Now. Like, well, you're getting some function back. I can like, write, but it's not my writing. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I'm, well, I, I'm not meaning to downplay it. Right. I'm hoping to tell people, like, right. so now, I'm, you've sewn I, okay, a couple so things. So sewing's not hard. Okay. Oh, hand sewing is. I hand sewed some things. Yeah, That's difficult. Yeah. Because I can't, so can you cut. That's I can cut better than I thought. Okay. So I cut better with the rotary cutter than I do with the scissors, which is actually kind of how I was before I had surgery. So they had to, even though it involved only one nerve, they had to go in and move the other nerve over too yeah. in order to get this guy out, Fiona out. Um, so half of my hand has. Um, Functional problems, and the other half has sensory problems. So okay. I can't feel the the thread like between my thumb and my forefingers. So it's it's really weird. It's it's a very strange feeling. So because it hurts and continues to hurt, and hurts in places that it never hurt before I had this, they're telling me the nerves are healing. Yeah, uh-huh. so and, it's actually like a good sign. That right, some, some and the, the other advantage I had is a lot of people that have some sort of nerve issue like this have have a severed nerve. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't have an accident. This tumor grew slowly. Stretched it out. And it actually, the nerve wound up being stretched over it, yeah. and st- they thought it was compressed. Oh, okay. Which, I guess the stretch is similar to the compressed. Ooh, okay. But it was stretched over the tumor, and your nerve has a sheath. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know if you've ever seen, like, I don't know. No, I've never dissected someone's arm like well, you have. Well, I'm like. trying to think of, like, <laughs> like say, say like, um, copper tubing with a with a 
coating on uh-huh, it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And if you cut it open, you see the copper tubing uh-huh. in the middle, and it has a sheath around it. Well, yeah. you're nervous like that. Uh-huh. So my sheath is intact. Okay. But not my nerve. Wow. So my nerve has to grow. Now, it only grows like a half inch per month. Uh-huh. And I supposedly have 10 inches to grow. Ooh. Yeah, so that's that's like 20, 20 months, months. But they're taking it back and saying a year. Okay. They're saying up to a year. They're yeah. even saying like it could be six months. I wish it would hurry up, but I am truly grateful for these people and their skills. And, and getting you in a little faster. And than... getting me in when they were supposed to. I didn't know the wheels were cranking, you know, yeah. turning behind yeah. my thoughts of, oh, it's not that bad. Um, so I'm very pleased. My sutures were excellent. So I was kind of like the celeb of the orthopedic clinic. Unsurprising. The temporary one. They have a new one, I think, every week. And a um, plastic surgeon resident heard about my surgery and he wanted to close the wounds. Mm -hmm. So I wound up with like, you know, 30 something sutures but they were small and precise and together beautiful yes so you know i woke up with this this beautiful these two beautiful suture lines and honestly look manly no i mean you you can't even see see one of them right well they you know yeah i went from like okay yeah you know i went from looking like frankenstein well here's the other thing like right now they look a little discolored so when it gets cool they look discolored when it's warm they tend to fade um, you know, the one on the outside of your arm is really. I know my subtle. freckles. I think yeah, my your freckles, freckles hide, it. hide yes. it. I don't have as many freckles like on, on the on, on under. the underside. So I'm very fortunate, but it was a bitch to go through. I can. I will not deny that. No, like, the, reas- the reason I was trying to be heroic and it was awful. Yeah, the reason we haven't been podcasting. I guess it's not like. I mean, pain is such a huge thing. Right. I mean, it's it's just huge. I've just you been, know? well, it knocked me for a loop. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just, well, and then my hip. So then, you know, we're trying to Still go. Still working on your hip. Doing all this stuff. Well, I was worn out. Like, what happened when we, you know, found the tumor, the whole thing was quick find out what it is uh-huh. so we can quick get it out. Yeah. And so I was, like, exhausted by the time we went into surgery. Yeah. I, I had been, you know, with a different well, your time, specialist. Your timeline here, I'm look I was like looking back at the podcast, you know, uh right. when when we've published. Our last one was March fourth. Right. Um, and we like missed a week there I too. Th- I think we and because I have notes here and I think we must dot have gaps and stuff, you we know. We must have recorded it on the second of March. Yeah. I had surgery on the seventeenth. Yeah, yeah. And so, so we, now it's what is it now? May something. It's May fifth. Today, okay. Sam's really getting this out yeah. fast. Um, yeah. Everybody. So <laughs> I'm like at what seven weeks or something. Yeah. So that you know, and and good, it's good. Yeah. You know, um, the pain is very frustrating, especially because I didn't go in with the pain. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. came out with it, and it's surprise of pain. Uh-huh. So it's not hurting, and you think you're okay, and then you do something, and then all of a sudden it's like, wah, 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 yeah. like that. Yeah. So I have made. Uh, I posted some. Some bags that I made boat for stuff. the boat stuff. I um, I have sewn a few things. I sewed a few things for a musical play that Mallory's in called Fun Home. Which is also alliterative. 
this podcast can be called the the fun Fiona, home Fiona Fiona the freaking fatty forearm tumor and, tumor and fun home. Okay, <laughs> so since man, I hope people wanted to hear about this surgery because it's fifteen minutes. <laughs> Yeah, well, just, just blur past it. <laughs> but wait till the very end because I learned a tidbit today oh. about vodka that I'm going to tell you all more, about. More about vodka. Right. Okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna take a break real quick, and we'll come back uh, with stuff about fun home and vodka. I guess Finlandia vodka. No, no. Okay, we'll be back. This week's episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by Annie's Kits Club. Oh, Mallory, tell me about this. Sure. So it's a monthly subscription. I think we're all familiar with how these things can work. <laughs> right. Right? Send you a new kit. But Annie's knows that we all have very diverse interests. So uh, ask me how many kit options Annie's has. How many kit options does Annie's have? Seven. Seven? Seven. There's the General's Annie's Kit Club. So um, that's just a little bit more, you know, general creative stuff. You can get a little surprise. There's the Simply Beads Kit of the Month. All right. That, that would, might be for that me. That would be up your that alley. might be for me. Okay, this next one's for me, Love to Knit Socks Club. I love that because I just love to get the project, right. get the yarn I need, ta-da. This right. is, this it's there. Is you doing. can sit down and do it. I don't right. have to figure out. I don't have to go to a Ravelry. Well, that is a the nice thing about a kit. Yes, yes. Uh, and then this is the one we got to sample, and it's adorable, the Young Woodworkers Kit Club. Yeah. So we were able to sample the product, and my kids got to assemble and paint and decorate a candy vending machine cool through the young woodworkers kit club uh and you know we have a lot of sewing stuff on hand right right we i mean not that i wouldn't order some more but i thought hey let's try out the young woodworkers club so but do, it's right there and you can hand you it know came it's there with yeah. a little hammer it oh. was adorable came with the paint came with a little brush right. it was just awesome uh the kids really loved to make it and they you know they loved making it together because they got to take turns right okay you hammer this nail you right. hammer that nail um it was super duper awesome uh so then we have the charm pack club for you quilters out there and we have the moroccan tile crochet afghan club whoa so that can take the pressure off you a little bit you know it's basically like a block of the month club okay so i don't really understand this do you say I want this particular kind, and then that's what you get every time. That's right. So you sign up. So you, so, you yep. join that particular club. Yep. Okay. So, and then you get, like, you might get the candy machines one month, and then the next month you might get a seesaw. Or, okay. That's All right. right. So okay. first go to annieskitsclub.com, and then you're going to choose your craft. Your you group. Know, what yes, you want to get right. into, your and you're going to sign up for that. Now, we have a special offer. Listeners of Sewing Out Loud can get 75% off the first month of a kit subscription. Oh, hey, go for it. Yes, wonderful. The code is Sewing Out Loud 75 Like we said, we love these people. They do awesome stuff. I was super satisfied with the woodworking um, kit. But yeah, you could sign up for, you know, multiple clubs if right. you wanted. Like, and then are you get you know. you're getting sent one every month. Every month. Okay. Uh, and so yeah, if you are interested in sparking a love of craft in you know, some kids in your in the lives of uh, kids that you know, your kids, grandkids, that's a good option. Or if you want to spoil yourself and get your 
you know, knit sock of the month kit, like I am contemplating doing for myself, that's another option. Just well, or something like that could also lead to, okay, now I have 10, 12 gifts for Christmas time Absolutely. or Hanukkah or whatever. You right. can pace yourself um, across the year. Actually, the kids' woodworking thing sounds like great like birthday party uh, gifts well it's or wonderful too. also yeah. it's great like rainy day fun yep. okay mm -hmm. you know it's great for if you need to be inside for whatever reason that uh they were they were having a really good time and it took us you know we could have split it up kind of took us like an afternoon right um and it was really wonderful and then the great thing i appreciated is they told you you had to sand before you painted the wood there you go. That's some, they get some cred with you on that, yeah, right? Yeah. And the kids ask me, why do I have to sand? Yeah. You know, and I got to tell them, this is what you do. You got to sand before you paint wood. Okay? <laughs> That's right. Sugar you would have tell to have you grip. this. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You've got to grip it. All right, everybody. So go to annieskitclubs.com. Use the code SEWINGOUTLOUD75 for 75% off your first month's Make subscription. Make sure I have that code. I know okay, that. Okay. It's sewing out loud. Seven five. So, 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 sewing out loud. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And we're back. Okay. Yes. Do you want to share the vodka thing now or after we talk and Fiona about Fiona is not here. It, Fiona. She's gone. She's not there. She's gone not with a, a little hunk of muscle, apparently. Okay. So, Mallory is in this play called Fun Home. Are you going to share the vodka thing? What's the vodka? No. Okay, well, then at talk, the end. I'm doing that right before we okay. so long. Home. I'll talk about Fun Home then. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm in this show called Fun Home. Fun Home is a, a musical that was adapted from a graphic novel memoir by Alison Bechtel. And those of you um, who don't know who Alison Bechtel is, you may still have heard of the, quote, Bechtel test. And it's a test you can put, um, like, a TV show or a movie through, and it's about representation of women in the media. So it's like, is there a woman in the show? Is she a like sort of lead character does she have to be connected to a romantic partner is her destiny defined by someone else and sort does of, she can, get to talk yeah anyway th there's like this kind of right. uh this um what's 
what's the word? Like a scale. Right. You know, and so if it's like high on the quote Bechdel test, it means that it's like a there's it's a piece of art or a piece of media that's centered around a woman like with agency in her own story. Now, actually though, Alison Bechtel says she didn't actually come up with that. Oh, that somebody a friend, else. Did? Yeah. Like a friend of hers mm-hmm. came up with it. She described it in what her writings are she's she's done a lot of work and so it's it's been so like her attributed to sort her. of made the scale from her yeah, writings. So she yeah. feels bad that like she's getting credit for it oh. and um and, and this friend is not, and I don't know the name of the friend. Sorry about that. So anyway, Alison Bechtel is like a real person. Um, she she wrote this graphic novel memoir. It's like a comic book. It's super dense. It's really beautiful. It's a, Go check it out from your library. Um, and she, or buy it. Yeah, or buy it. Um, she is a uh, – there – Hold on, sorry. The, the show's really complex. So there's very there, complex. Yeah, there are three Allisons in the show. There's sort of like present day Allison who is remembering her past, and that's Mallory. Yeah. So I'm Big Allison or Big Al, and present day Allison is remembering the times, uh, remembering her time in college when she came out of the closet as a lesbian, and told her family. And discovers that her father was a closeted gay man throughout, you know, his entire life, his entire marriage uh, to to her mother. And she's also remembering times in her youth, like when she's like nine years old, um, issues in her family uh, that happened, you know, her sort of dysfunctional family life. She was raised in this old Victorian house that her father was rehabbing and he ran a funeral home. That's why the memoir and the musical are called Fun Home. So it's short for funeral. Yeah, they, so they used yeah. to call it the Fun Home for, you know, for a joke. So she's, uh, so there are those three Allisons. There's the nine-year-old, the 19-year-old, and the, she's 43. 42, I thought. No, 43. She says, now I'm the one who's 43. Okay. Uh so anyway, there are those three Allisons. She's remembering all this stuff and uh, drawing throughout the show. And the really cool thing about this is I, uh, those of you who are familiar with some of the the content on the blog and et cetera, um, I had an art mentor uh, named Frank Stack, and he gave me this memoir when it was published, like before it was turned into a musical. We're and, talking what, fifteen years ago? Yeah, I think it was like two thousand. I think it may have been published in like two thousand five, but he okay. must have given it to me in like two thousand eight or something. Okay. He gave me a copy, and he's like, "You gotta, you know, gotta look at this. This is so dense. This is amazing. It's well written. It's you know." And he he was a big comic book guy. He was part of the underground comics kind of like scene, and he is the one who I went to Paris with and made that lithograph of the thread with your press. And she up. also went to a comic what like they all met. In your well, when was kinda. that about? Like yeah, there was, was some a, sort of it was a birthday party. Oh, okay. But there were very important people a there. Lot, like, but there were a lot of cartoonists yes. there. So if anybody knows who like Robert Crumb is, I've got a, I've got a sketch in my journal from that time of Robert Crumb. I let Robert Crumb draw in my sketchbook and let him give it to someone else, which is an expensive mistake. <laughs> um, so anyway, I have this connection to the work via this art mentor, which is really neat. And then I've got this past as a performer, and it's really exciting to be on stage singing and acting and drawing. So she's supposed to be working on the book in the musical and 
costuming. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. So, I am um, at the end of the show, uh, the way we did it, I get out drawings and kind of lay them out. And I got to do all those drawings. You know, I did them with like the dip pen, uh, you know, in like the traditional way that Allison Bechtel did. I draw throughout the show, I sketch my castmates, et cetera. It's really cool. And then, uh, because we live kind of, I feel like, in a version of like, an older house with a bunch of stuff in it, I ended up providing a lot of the props right. and the furniture and stuff. So the drafting table is... The drafting table is, well, is Okay, Jerry's. so... Yeah. She, her father can't remember if it was her grandmother's or her grandfather's, but it's been in the family. It's on its third generation with Yeah, Mallory. so there is this table that I kind of stay at or I come back to or it goes into college Allison's and, room. And Mallory hasn't actually uh, said this, but she is on stage the entire time. She never yeah. leaves the stage. Unless someone breaks glass well, on that stage happened. and I have to yeah. do something. Okay, so... So anyway, uh, I, I have this drafting table and um, a, a couple other props. Actually, a lamp of ours is at the theater. Mm-hmm. It's not being used, but it's at the theater. I need to bring it home. <laughs> it's being used in the back. I saw a couple of bags light. of yeah. mine. Bags, costumes. Coffee cups. Um, coffee cups. Yep, things like that. So uh, it provided so a lot of Mallory's those. Mallory's playing Allison and middle Allison. No, it's no, it's little Allison. Little Allison is wearing... Mallory's Alice in Wonderland <laughs> That's very true. dress that I made her 25 years ago or something. Little Allison, uh, it's small Allison. The small I have Allison, to remember. Okay. Okay. Small, medium, and big. Or I, I'm just Allison. But uh, small Allison is wearing L.A. Finch fabrics yes. on stage. Yes. Uh, she is wearing a striped rib knit turtleneck. And I ordered that. See, the thing about this, which is so cool, is um, I started rehearsing for this play. Before the pandemic. So we were supposed to open in like April of 2020. Ha ha, right? And um, I had ordered fabric to make this this shirt, just like a a t-shirt basically for small Allison and never got to do it. And it is the same actor. She's a bit bigger now, uh, taller, but same actor. And so anyway, that's kind of cool. Um, So I built that. And so yes, I did the costumes. And... For the costumes for Fun Home, we've got, like, three different storylines, okay? The parents exist in both of the earlier storylines. They're there in College Allison and Small Allison's right. world. Right. Um, and then there's uh, College Age Allison, Medium Allison. Um, she has a character in her timeline named Joan, and that's like Allison's first girlfriend, the first person that she has a relationship with. Uh, so there, that's another character. And then there is a um, a young man in the show who plays like several different roles. So he needs a bunch of different costumes. Uh, there's two brothers of small Allison, mm-hmm. and there's the mother. So the director agreed, okay, let's not go crazy with the costume changes. And, and and it's almost impossible to do it because at one point the dad is talking to college Allison and then switches and is talking to small Allison. So he can't, you know, the, the costume is not going to do the work there. Well, the other thing the is the line. show, the time you know? is not linear. That's right. It's it back, and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. I can still, sometimes <laughs> I'm on stage at a 100% real performance and I'm like, 
I can't remember what scene comes next. <laughs> no, it really I'm does like, go back I'm and like, forth. What not, are yeah. we doing next? Okay. Oh, all right. Now I hear the music. Now yeah. I know. But I'm like, wait, are we jumping this way? It, it's it's challenging in that way. You know, every show has its own you know challenges, and that's one so of them. So costuming, if something's not linear can be definitely an issue, especially if there's no time to change clothes or the people, you know, especially if a character stays on stage when the time Changes. is unlinear. Yeah. Right. So unlinear, nonlinear. Nonlinear, unlinear. Um, so anyway, we decided the costumes wouldn't do the work there. You know, it's, it's him talking to the other characters, you know. Uh, so, like, Medium Allison basically stays in the same outfit the whole time, you know, and then... Small Allison, same thing. Uh, actually, the father has more costume changes uh, because he goes to some different places. She references. She says something. Uh, there's a scene that's really all about how Small Allison doesn't want to wear a dress. She doesn't want to wear the Alice in Wonderland dress. She doesn't want to wear the dress I made for yeah, her. That's right. Yeah. Actually, we need to repair that before tonight. I've got a oh. performance tonight. It's got a little, uh, got a little rip in it. So surprise, surprise. right? I mean, it's twenty. It's twenty years old. At I least said more. I think she's in the grade that I was in when you made it for me. Like I was in sixth or seventh grade. So weren't you like twelve? I yeah, guess. she's yeah, like so she's it's 12. twenty years old. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, the the costumes I could. Uh, use actually I ordered a lot of stuff off of Amazon <laughs> I ordered you know which plain... is what you do in the real costuming world if 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 no one believes it or not we used to order from what was that place theater house yeah you know yeah. and they would have all this like chintzy little stuff that uh, might only last one show but that's all you needed it well something that was nice about ordering a few of these things off Amazon is they didn't have any branding on them yeah okay yeah, so true. what is available to us uh, right. like actually I ordered these white turtle long sleeve turtlenecks there is a point in the show where there's like a little fantasy sequence and there's this like trio it's sort of supposed to be like partridge family it's kind of partridge family takeoff yeah yeah that's what i would call it okay and i needed just plain white turtlenecks well i found them on amazon by searching white turtleneck and they have no tags. No tags. I think that might be illegal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there is not a tag on them. It doesn't say what yeah. they're made out of. I, I, uh, well, you it? know, I've mentioned Margaret many a uh, Nike uh, white swish, well, you know, with black or whatever I, I before, too. I was kind of having the Sometimes problem, it happens, yeah. You know, though, like, right? So right. I, was, I was like, okay, I, I want no branding on these. So I... So that was good. No, I'm saying oh, you, I have magic marker, oh. you know, the white swish on the black shirt. Oh, so okay. I have a black okay. shirt. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So got those. And then the one thing I did build from the ground up were those Partridge family uh, co- costumes. costumes. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I ordered the turtlenecks, but then we had this wonderful, kind of looks like a couch a little bit. Um, 1970s. 1970s fabric. I think it probably is upholstery fabric. It's pretty heavy. It's, very, it's a canvas thing. Was, honestly, I was like, this is a bit heavier than yeah. I want it to yeah. be, but oh well. It looked really good. It's bright yellow and orange. And, and a little brown in it. Yeah, yeah, but like everything else. So enough brown to be like, this is and the you 70s. And know, you know why you know? it looks like the 70s? It's from the, <laughs> it's from the 70s. Yeah. So it's, it's the right kind of yellow and brown to look like it's from the 70s. But the set is very spare. 
It's yeah. not very colorful. It's kind of muted tones. And then they come out, and it really looks like, right. whoa, this is a fantasy And they're, like, sequence. dancing on the furniture you know, yeah. with, you know, a light. And it's it's actually a dream sequence is what it is. Yeah. She's well, dreamt it, right? She's, it's, I wouldn't, like, she, it's not she's like She's imagining she, it. I don't know. When I, when I think dream sequence, I think of, like, Fiddler on the Roof, and they're in oh. bed. So I call fantasy sequence. Okay. <laughs> you know, she is imagining. Yes, imagination. it's an imagination yeah. thing. Yeah. So uh, they come up there. It's bright. Uh, I should be able to post some pictures um and then the is he the guitarist in the pit i think he's probably around your age you know he's a retired guy uh who now does a lot of playing in the pit you know for for shows and stuff and he's like oh i i could just tell those are straight from the 70s because (laughs) i could look in some like church photo album and see those you know those people because they all match you know it's all it's it's very same colors yeah it's very um it's, it's like when I had to met your dad wanted a <laughs> yes, yes. costume. Remember, he had, he was supposed to dress like he dressed in high school, yeah, right? Yeah. And I made him like a tunic. Uh-huh. And I said, "Here's three fabrics for you to choose from." And he's like, "Well, how do I know that they look like the '70s?" I go, "Because they're from there." Yeah, so, they're all don't yeah. don't you worry. you don't even have to worry because they're all from the don't 70s. Don't worry, your pretty little yeah. hat off, yeah. right? Yeah, that's so, all where they're from. I think that um, now that I had some challenges. So when I first went, I okay, first of all, I was going to make these girls jumpers, and I'm like, did I hallucinate this <laughs> jumper pattern? Because I looked for it for a good. 45 minutes. Well, there's jumper patterns. Or I, what, whatever. I wasn't yeah, looking in the whatever. right place. And I was like, I have this idea in my head. And I'm like, did I hallucinate it? The past two years, I think I've hallucinated some things. So I was like, this could be the case. And I then ran across another vintage. Once again, this pattern is definitely from the 70s. Like it's. Like it has the price of 69 cents on it or something. And, and it yeah. like ripped a little bit when I opened it. And there's it, no barcode. You know. Yeah. It's, yeah. The paper is, is browned, you know, <laughs> things like that. So it is uh genuine and it these halter dresses that then have this big wrap belt that go around them so sash very um flexible you know like there's no back to these you know almost and so like I wasn't worried about needing to get like the perfect fit and they were going to go on fast because the the girls who are in the trio are middle Allison and Joan Mm -hmm. so they have to change quickly be very different looking. Right. Um, and anyway, it was a really good, it's a, it's a really good costume choice, you yeah. know, a, a really good thing somebody can just like slip on, you know. So it's these halter dresses, but I started cutting them out. And since they aren't super fitted, they take, the pattern pieces are rather large. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's something to keep in mind. When you, when you see. Well, anything that's wrapped takes a lot of fabric. Well, the dresses don't wrap, but the belt does, right. and that does take a lot of fabric. But, like, when you see these patterns where things are, like, kind of boxy or, or like, relaxed fit or something, the pattern pieces are larger. If you have a, a, a garment that's a bit more fitted and there's, like, more negative space where you can, like, put the pattern pieces next to each other and move them around and play with the layout, you know, right, to, to save fabric. Well, I thought, okay, I've got this gigantic roll of upholstery fabric. I have enough fabric to do whatever I want with, right? That was incorrect. That's <laughs> not the case. So this big halter, you know, top so that, um, you know, there's that link there where the, the strap is, like, attached to the bodice. Anyway, so there were three lengths of this. One was rather long. One was sort of uh, 
like a knee length and the other length was supposed to be a tunic that you wear pants under. So I cut the backs long and cut the fronts short. And I was like, okay, how short is this going to (laughs) be? So that's why they're a high-low hem actually is because I was like, I want to give them, they stand up on a couch, you know, I want to, and short would be fine for the time period, but I didn't want anybody to be like looking up their skirts. Right. So to conserve fabric, I, I did that, um, which ended up being just fine. And then the vest is like a long vest, and it's only the front that is the bright yellow. The back is, once again, I think that, that twill is from the 70s, that brown. Easily. Brown, stretchy yeah. polyester twill um, is from the 70s. So uh, the, only, the only thing I regret is we didn't really have it in the budget to buy the girls, like, white go-go boots. You know, I think it was fine because I think honestly think it, it would almost much. distract it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, they the, just wore nude shoes. And yeah, it nude good. character shoes, and they were just fine. So I got to build those costumes. That was really exciting. I'm wearing uh, jeans off of Amazon that are actually like a cropped straight leg, but on me they're full length, <laughs> so I don't have to hem them. And I am wearing a T-shirt that I found at the bottom of Derek's drawer. It's red. But it was kind of tight around, like, my stomach area. So I was like, okay, do I need to, like, insert, like, a panel? Because I sit down. Right. And, I and like, it's like when I sat down, it kind of was, like, bunching up on me, you know. And I was like, okay, do I insert some some panels? I wear a, I wear a button-up over it that's open. So the panels on the side wouldn't have been seen. But I got even uh, scrappier, and I just slid it up the back. I can put a space in it. <laughs> and I put, I like did a little zigzag at the top so it would stop ripping. It's not finished or anything. <laughs> Imagine Mallory yeah. wearing something no, that's not hemmed or it's finished. It's very hacky. No, she, also, it's she also brought home the T-shirt. That she had made for, you know. Small Allison. Small Allison. And there was no neckband on it, no hymn. Well, I was trying it on uh-huh. her. Yeah, okay, uh-huh. Okay, so I really, so I really mm-hmm. wanted, Mom wanted to help with these costumes. And I, I wanted No, I, she was up here and I thought she might be having no, a no, nervous no, no, breakdown. No, but I mean, I mean oh. like before. Oh, when my right? arm, like, when I, when no, I had I mean, an arm. Before yeah. the pandemic. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. we were kind of like well, talking. We picked all the we stuff out. We picked all the stuff out. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So we were kind of planning on doing this together. And then we had this. Uh, you pandemic. know, the arm, the arm thing. And then and the, the arm thing came up, right. So I was, um, I, I didn't hem or finish small Allison's t-shirt because I needed to try it on her to make sure everything, you know, was okay. And I was like, I'm not going to go through the trouble of putting the neckband on this t-shirt if it doesn't fit her, you know. So I had made the shirt super long. Made the sleeve super long, um, everything, and then tried it on her. And then mom comes up. She's like, "Is there anything you need me to do?" And I was like, "Well, I don't, I don't know." And it, she ended up uh, doing the hemming. But I did. I hemmed the, I hemmed the carpenter people's or the the partridge family stuff. Those are all hemmed. Okay, so really, much. Mallory did not think up her own costume that she wore because directly after the play. One of her very best friends walks up to her and says, yes, you do know how to dress like a lesbian because her good friend, can I say her name? Because Yes, probably, I think yes, Stacey listens. Stacey Potter. Stacey's like, you look like me. She goes, look, you dress like me. And they had on like the same outfit. It was so funny. It was really, it was really cute. 
But yeah. 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 So Stacy had on jeans, a t-shirt, and, and an, an open, open button-up button shirt. Yeah. I think she had the sleeves rolled up, the cu- you know, cuffed up. Like, <laughs> and you know, it's uh, so when I was researching this, um, researching costuming the show, there is you know a big part of this is like about people, so not just Allison, but like her father. Getting to like dress and present themselves and express themselves in the way like that they want to, and she goes into depth, uh, into like pretty uh, deep discussion of it in the graphic novel. Um, like she felt like her father was trying to sort of she, like over feminize her, yes, in some ways, and then she was like really interested in. Like men's clothes. There's a whole thing about French cuffs well, in the book, right? There's also a whole song about a woman she sees yes. that is dressed, you know, androgynously, that she just loves the way yeah, she, she looks. She's like, I, I see this and right. like the last. And I love it. I why love, do I love it? I, you know? why, why doesn't anybody else like this? Right. So, so the, all this presentation. But when I was researching the costuming, I actually ran across uh, in the national tour of Fun Home, the woman who played Big Allison was a former Miss America, mm-hmm. and people were upset with the way she was costumed. They felt it was too, quote, feminine. I was going to say too feminine? Now, okay. then the original writers of the show, like, came, and then I find I find all this, you know, so this is very meta. I'm, like, researching what other people are saying about the costumes, right? So um, the original person who played um, Allison on Broadway was a very like slender person uh didn't have a big bust so then we get like this miss america who i think is a little curvier and people are like oh you know you dressed her differently and like it's like she's wearing um like abercrombie and fitch or something like that because she was like in a half zipped up like track jacket Mm -hmm. and then the writer of fun home comes back and says you know no uh, this person's body might look a little different in clothing than the other person, but like real Allison wears this track jacket or or whatever. So and anyway, it's like the the issues are very personal, like to a lot of people. And I but I wanted to like honor what real Allison looks like, and that wasn't super hard for me. I happen to have dark hair that I she, didn't Mallory mind cutting. You know, looks like similar to to her. Right. Yes. I got I got the glasses that she has. Um. And then when I put on these clothes, um, I, I, I don't have a problem of like, okay, I need to hide a curvy bust because right. real Allison doesn't have a curvy bust or something like that. So it was really um, – it was important to me to like honor it as much as I could, but I, I also didn't want to like – make any of the other characters that then I was costuming like feel less than or you know anything like that so um it was just it was just interesting to explore it you know I did my best uh to to um you know costume the characters and you can look at the see this is a cool thing it's not just based on a book it's based on a graphic novel there's pictures so Joan is wearing a Ramones shirt in the novel and I put her in her okay. Ramon shirt. Hers, I'm sorry, but I thought her costume was the best. Yeah, I really like her. Actually, <laughs> yeah. so she, everybody like brought their own pants. Well, yeah. we're really lucky. The pants that everybody wears are like back in style now. Right. Like I could not, if, if we did this show when I was in high school, how could I have found like straight leg jeans? Right. You know what I mean? Everything was like skinny or kind of flared or something, you know? So we've like, got those jeans. Joan's wearing my shoes. Those are my boots. 
those like maroon kind of lacy uppy boots. Oh, really? Those are mine. Yeah. I, actually, oh, okay. Actually, I wore them to the Fun Home audition. There's yes. a picture. So, and then uh, that jacket's ours. Did you know yes, that, that jacket I wonder, is ours? I, okay. I thought that looks a lot like the jacket we have. I did not know if it was. Yeah. So it looks like it's leather. It, it's it, it kind of... It's yeah. Pl- I mean, it's it, like ripstop. It's kinda. really right. It's really a nylon jacket, but on stage, uh-huh. it looks like um, leather. That's why I always she looks that's a little bikery. That's, that's why I always kept that jacket. Yeah, because yeah. it was just you know, you, it's like you could pass it off as leather and not be sweltering in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then there, then there's Joan, and also there is like an intimacy scene. So we had to think about how people are going to take off clothes. Uh, they're all wearing Converse. I'm wearing Converse, although Allison's are wearing Converse, and um, like Chuck Taylors, right? Like high top, high high top, Chuck Taylors. So we were like thinking about how we're gonna get these shoes off because Middle Allison sings this whole song in like a pair of underwear and a shirt, you know. Yes, and I'm amazed how she did that and how yep. she looked and how she brought it off. She's, I mean, she was in like white cotton underpants. So I will. I don't think she'd mind me telling you this, but we were very. I was like, hey, listen, I care about like right. your comfort on stage right. and and what you want and what we want to do. And the director's talking to me, just like, oh, well, can she like put on two pairs of underwear? And I'm like. No, no, because yeah. no one, not two pairs of whitey tighties. So she's right. wearing like whitey tighties. And I was like, because people will see she's wearing two pairs of whitey tighties right. and that will look silly. So she's wearing a skin color thong underneath. Right. And that, I was like, are you comfortable? And she's like, well, like, what can you see? And I was like, listen, I'm in the most professional way possible. I'm like really looking at your butt <laughs> and your crotch. Yep. And they look very like... No one's making any guesses about very, what's under they there. They were very Sears catalogish. Yes, yes, like, exactly. You know, I was it like, was like an underwear model. I was like, yeah. they're not distracting. No. Um, she, and her shirt was long. Yeah, well, but you, you know, still saw her white under butt pants. Yeah, yeah you butt. could see yeah. her butt. Um, yeah. the, I actually had her in a different shirt originally, uh-huh. and she is a little on the pear shaped side, like so smaller up top, and um, got like a wider hip. And at first. The shirt I had her in, it was just getting caught right on her hip. So you saw all of the underwear. Mm -hmm. And then we got her a bigger shirt. And she's supposed to be awkward in the song and kind of like giddy. She's had her first intimate experience, you know, I think ever. And then also being like, I'm a lesbian and this is who I am and I'm so excited. And anyway, I was like you know, you're feeling awkward or giddy or whatever, pull pull down the shirt once yeah. and it'll stay over your butt, you yeah. know? And she's like, okay, you know. And yeah, she's really um, no, she did wonderful ex- vocalist. She did an excellent job. Wonderful actress. And But there is no way you didn't believe that she wasn't, like, in that room singing by herself. Oh, yeah. No, she, right. and, you know, uh, she's, like, singing to the sleeping Joan, like, singing to her partner for part. It's just, and then, like, I get to, I'm supposed to be, like, remembering it. Like, they're all in my brain, you know? Um, and so I get to, like, watch it and smile you know which was it was really fun and so um that shirt I did some goodwill shopping uh Mm. got her that shirt at goodwill I got a couple of pairs of shorts at goodwill as well for the young man and then you know rest his soul Derek's grandfather contributed a lot of costumes to this show so he died oh is it seven he like Zelda was a baby, but Jerome hadn't been born yet. I no was Jerome just born? So four or five years ago, and Derek had a bunch of his clothes 
And these are not things that Derek would really wear. Like, they were like blazers, like suit coats and things. And Derek just doesn't wear those, like, in his everyday life. So I bring them to the theater just to see if they'll work on people. And it's like sisterhood of the traveling pants. Like, Derek's grandfather was this very, when I knew him, you know, a really short guy. Um, It wasn't very big. No, no. I mean, shorter than Derek, et cetera. And I bring in these clothes for this tall man. And they fit him. And I was like. This must have not fit Derek's grandpa, you know? Like, they must have been too long on this guy. And so, anyway. Or they uh, fit, them bef- fit him before they shrunk. Right. Or right. fit it. Yeah, maybe he had, you know, some, like, loss of, you know, height and stuff. But, yeah, there's a, there's a couple awesome, awesome contributions by Derek's grandfather in the show. There is a shirt from Derek. We call it the lawn chair shirt. Yep. It looks like it's made from the plaid fabric of like a lawn chair uh so just sourcing things sometimes it's easy to find stuff when you're sourcing and and uh costuming a more contemporary show and sometimes it's hard um i'm trying to think of what the hardest thing was for me to source oh shout out to the woman who introduced derek and me she was selling a skirt on etsy that was a 70s right. kilt, like yes. a pleated mm-hmm. kilt. And I was like, oh, I need I that. I would say those actually were 60s and 70s. Those lasted for a long time. She actually almost was like, could this be I the wore, 80s? Because I wore you them know, like, like in grade school and up through high school. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's got I, a pin. It's got I the pin. I actually had one that was like a pink and yellow plaid. And I had like yellow knee socks and a yellow cardigan and, and a pink Peter Pan. Well, color. I asked I you. I mean, yeah. So I asked. She wanted to know where the pin went. Yeah, because so it came with. <laughs> the pin right and so I was like okay hey Meg you know try this on right. um and she was trying it on and when I when Sarah when I she told me I could borrow it which was so generous I offered to buy it but she said I can borrow it um she was like you know the button could be moved it looks like it's been moved right, so has. on these wrap skirts if you got too big or you got smaller for right. you know if you got the, sometimes, sometimes they had like it. several buttonholes yes you know. yes so um you know, you could adjust the size of the skirt. Right. So anyway, um, brought it in. I said, we can move the button or whatever. And so she put it on and she sat down and the skirt spread out too much. Uh-huh. It it spread out and like showed her knees up right. to her thigh, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, well, that's what the pin is for, you know. And so when we put the pin in. We, I mean, it know, looks like a, we called them kilt kilts, skirts. Yeah. Because it was, you know, usually a wool and then it was, um, had a fringe. The one edge was frayed often. That uh-huh. lapped over. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you made me a skirt uh, when I was in like middle school. Yeah. But you designed it. Wasn't it wasn't pleated, though. You designed it. Yeah. You wanted. Um, well, wraparound skirts were, were popular for a long time. And, but this one was the kilt design. Uh huh. Yeah. So it was pleated in the back. Yeah. It was, it was a plaid, you know, and it um, lapped over in the front and it had the pen. Now, not all. Wraparound skirts had that pin. A lot, right. a lot of the, also were like a circle skirt. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they were like wrapped around enough. So anyway, um, that that was fun to to get that in there. Uh, the polyester ruffled nightgown that makes an appearance in a lot of shows makes an appearance as a costume piece. Like Allison's mother is an actress, or you know, is doing like a community theater show. A lot of like. Mallory like you know like there's yeah there's one prop where Mallory came up to the sewing studio took a bag that was hanging on a uh, a clothing rack you know and stuffed some costume pieces in it and that was it that's the prop that's the prop they go are these your costumes you know and, yes you know and she says be careful and I think that denim bag I oh that bag I actually bought that bag at Goodwill 
like when one of you, probably Lindsay, was in high school for a prop piece, and then everybody used it as a real bag at home. Okay, I feel like I remember that bag from the beginning of my life. You think it's? I don't think so. Okay. Or maybe well, okay. Or did I buy it before that and just used it? But I did. I know I bought it at Goodwill. I yeah. know I did. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that denim. So it's kind of a round, duffly bag-looking thing. So you know. Yeah, the director. I made out of denim. Uh, Ka- uh, Kathleen, she just kept being like, okay, we needed this. I'm like, oh, I got one of those. We got one of those. She's like, why do you have all this stuff? Like, she's like, what's what's happening? You know, and I was like, it's just it's just how we are. Like, okay. we just so, have this stuff, you know. So, very similar situation. I get a call from number one granddaughter who is 17. And she says. No, she's 16. I think she's 17. No, she's not. I'm 32. Oh, okay. She's. She will be uh, seventeen. She's she will be seventeen in October. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Get get. It. Oh, that's right. She's ahead of herself in school. I always forget. That. Like me. Okay. Yes. So, she, I get this text. Prom is Saturday. <laughs> I need a dress. Do you have anything? And I'm like, Well, I don't know. And I get a text. There from could Mom. be right. There could be a size issue, but. You know, I don't know. I'm sure there's something up here, or we'll make something. We have three days. I mean, heck. Yeah, except I have this show every night. Right, but I ha- but I have three days, and it, my my hands almost. I was where right. I was like yeah. I was like you need me because your hand is messed up. Well, you know, you know, it just takes me longer, which yeah. is very very you know frustrating. But <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, Catherine will be going to prom in Mallory's dress and my shoes. <laughs> my dress from the. My dress, uh, the sheer dress from, from the, the wedding. wedding the wedding yeah. uh, that she wore to the wedding. Yes. It's yes. a black um, mesh, lacy, black sequiny thing. And it may have been like the last Instagram post I posted. It actually, may have been. So anyway, dress, yeah. anyway, and Catherine has a big bazoom. So yeah. we need, the stretch came in handy there. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, that... It's, you know, when it it's rains, funny because I put her in the dress, you know, and she goes, well, now I need shoes. And I'm like, oh, well, we have to go to my closet. Yeah. yeah. We're like, we were in your closet and then we went to my closet. Yeah. So did she try on the other sheer one? You know, she, not like she it? said, I want to try this one on because I don't want to wear all those pieces. She was worried about comfort. She didn't want to have to wear something under it and all this. Hey, listen. Yep. When you're talking what? to a 16 year old three you days before not prom, tell them what to okay, wear. Okay, okay. Are you happy with yes, this? Yes, yes, I am. Yes, and then yes. we, had, and then she did kind of have a boob meltdown almost yeah. at one point, which I understand because they're bigger than anybody she knows. I, you I know, mean, everybody. They're not like anybody else's. Like everybody has had a body meltdown, and you know, then the about ones, something. The ones you had at 16 were very intense, right. and yeah, I know. I, well, absolutely. <laughs> I swear she has like all these artsy friends, yeah. right? And they're like these tall string bean people. Like they don't they're, look like her. She, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's she's the only one that looks like her in the group. And you're already yeah. just so aware, right? Of like. I'm different than people in this way and this way right. and this way. and uh, But I told her it would – I can't remember her one girlfriend's name, the, the blonde. And she, she she's always putting all these funny outfits. I say funny because they're different. They're they're exquisite. She puts no, all these Catherine outfits has together. Cool and friends. I said, And I said, what is her name? Darn it. I said, she will think this is cool. Yeah. So yeah. that helped. I Well, yeah. I've got, always gotten a lot of comments right. on that dress. I've worn it to two weddings right. now. Um, yeah, okay. Let's talk about – just real quick, 
how cool kids dress these days. I I think that like I think there's like more room for creativity. Okay, and it's I just to, went. Like, okay, I just went to an awards yeah, ceremony yeah. for Catherine. Um, she received it. Catherine has it's gone amazing. from mm-hmm. probably being something in musical theater to um, you know singer to musician to creative writing, and the creative writing seems to be the thing that she is ready to go on. And she has gotten a lot of awards and a lot of feedback about her writing. Um, and then she told me my hair looked historic, so I assume that's historic. Uh, yeah, I assume that's some creative. Sounds like did, did they say anything slapped? That's a thing. Oh no 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 no! Okay. I, I know that's oh, you, a word. You heard yeah, that? Okay. But no, I was like, I was like, you mean old, like historic? Like, <laughs> like I am historic, like you sweetie. Need to be preserved. Yeah, you want to know anything about history? Ask me. But anyway, where does this kilt pin go? Anyway, so I am standing there, and of course there is a reception before the ceremony. So you really don't know exactly who's the kid that's getting an award or anything, but I'm, I'm like looking at all these people because I'm also the oldest one there, I've decided. Um, everybody's parents were there. Uh, my daughter and son-in-law could not be there because they were at things at their school that they had to be there for. So anyway, I'm watching these kids and I'm watching, okay, so there was... They wore. They wear everything. They wear anything they want. Oh my God! Why couldn't I yeah, do that? What the hell? Why? No, I'm so. I'm <laughs> just we upset the, the dog. dog. <laughs> no, I. Uh, actually, two no, years ago. Why couldn't I? I mean, there were jeans. There were like. Sports, There's everything. Sports shorts, you know, like yeah. like little. I mean, and everybody was happy. No, and no. everybody was walking okay, across. Two in years what ago, they liked, and I'm like. Maybe decorum is lost, or maybe this is the decorum. Yeah, like the fact that so many things are acceptable nowadays, I think is wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so two years ago, the director of Fun Home, she is a high school, she teaches at the school where Catherine goes, actually. And I went to her classroom to just meet with her about Fun Home. So I wasn't like talking to the students or anything, but I was just like talking to her, meeting with her. And I was like, these kids, they're wearing like crop tops, they're wearing this, they're wearing that. Like there was no homogeneity right. Right. I, I just thought it was so cool and like you know when I was in high school well in high school you could like show your stomach that was your easter egg phase that was my was easter egg no I was pushing the boundaries for sure but like right. I remember in junior high I was in this class it was like mini show choir and if I raised up my arms while I was dancing and like a little bit of skin showed from like between my jeans okay. and my shirt, that was I that, te- that was the teacher. I know, but they were allowed <laughs> to be this way, right. right? She was like, "You're gonna, I'm gonna have to send you home." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm like dancing. I'm not." She said a t-shirt. Like, well, she was, I mean, also, other people. This happened to other people, and I didn't see them get called out. You know, yeah, and it's so kind of like, funny. Oh, yeah, they can you know? anyway. Well, yeah. anyway, so like, I think that like the policing of the bodies in some areas is going away. I yeah. hope that we can continue that trend so much Uh, I hope for like all you know no I got kind of mad I know I'm totally jealous there there was this girl I went through um, junior high and high school with and she she would have been described as the artsy type right you know in the breakfast club she would have been um, what's her name the um, I don't know what her name is the dark haired girl's name what's her name oh anyway I mean the dark haired girl somebody knows out there yeah and I used to, and I, but anyway, you know, she was kind of like her, and she had this, you know, 
kind of a funky haircut, and she wore she had this big tortoiseshell barrette that I loved, you know. And she, I wanted to be like her, and I was afraid to. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And now I'm mad. I was afraid to. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm. You know. I have to be. Diane. Her name was Diane. If you're out there, Diane, I thought you were were so so cool. cool. Yeah, and why why didn't I just go up to her, too, and say, you were so cool. Zelda is starting to want to express herself through clothing. And she's doing it. um, A little more. and A little more. Zelda expresses herself in clothing a lot. Okay, and you know what she possesses that I did not possess at this age? So, one, the ability to put her underwear on correctly. We've talked about (laughs) that. Two, she is accessorizing and, like, doing it in a way where um she's not getting distracted at school because she wanted to wear this like big chunky necklace and uh she wanted to wear this flower crown and she wanted to wear this and that and the other thing and I said if that's a distraction during class Mrs. Ross will have to take it away well she keeps coming home with the stuff on and I'm like well good for you so she I also think Mrs. Ross is not got the same tapes playing in her head that my second, my first grade well, teacher sure, had. Well, but, sure, but for sure. But also, I think Zelda is being like a responsible. She's only in first grade. I would be right. screwing that with that flower crown constantly. Oh, I would well, get it taken true. away. Is that's what true. I'm saying. She's like, very comfortable. <laughs> right. Well, and I said on the playground that glass you gave her that necklace, right. the glass necklace. Right. I said you got to tuck that in your shirt when you go to the playground and you like hang upside down. Otherwise, it'll hit you in the face. Right. You Bring know. And, yeah. Right. Exactly. I was like, you don't want to get hurt. You know. Running and she's like, I tuck it in my shirt at, at, at you know recess. I was like, you're so responsible. Well, here's the thing: when I went to school, and you know, however ever many of us are still alive, but anyway, um, there were rules, like lots of rules. Yeah. Well, first yeah. of all, I had to wear a dress or a skirt. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't wear pants, and if I wore pants under my skirt to school, this is grade school all the way up. If I wore pants under my dress because it was twenty below at the bus stop I had to go immediately to the restroom and take them off I was not allowed to like walk around the hall with them on or anything yeah okay and here's what I did one time I was in my cheerleading uniform talk about a short skirt I don't know why they let us wear those I swear you could see my butt in it but anyway we so they let us wear that right okay but not on you know but on regular clothing days or whatever which when if you're a senior cheerleader and you wear your cheerleading you know garb on um, game days. That's literally four days a week anyway. But anyway, I took my pants off at my locker. I like uh, opened yeah. the uh-huh. door, you know, and just let them fall. Yeah. Did you get in trouble? Yeah. I got, I got a, you're supposed to be, you know, a model student kind of. And you know, I think about that thing. So they went in there and made me feel like awful about myself. Absolutely. And I wasn't, I was only exposing what they had told me I had to wear that day. So, I mean, this, uh, it's really, I mean, I think this does tie back to Fun Home with that whole scene about the dress and and everything uh, that little Allison's being, like, forced to wear. Um, So our ideas, like society's ideas of what's acceptable to wear, they have changed 
throughout the centuries. And they're completely dependent on the time and the place you're in. There's no, like, overall this is what's good or bad. Like, it's changed depending on, you know, the, the time and place. Uh, also, the, uh, the time and place we're in right now or the, and that you're talking right. about, like, this all just serves the patriarchy. It's all about, oh okay, <laughs> you know, let's just. I was let's, wondering if the patriarchy yeah. would slip in here. Today. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, everywhere, yes. you know. Um, so, you know, I I really want to make sure that I'm letting my kids, like, wear what they want to wear. Like, if they're safe and happy and healthy, go go right. for if it. If it's safe and it's, yep. safe and it's healthy. Yep. I, and Ta-da. like I said, I was, you know, I'm watching, honestly, it was like I was watching a fashion show. Yeah, I know, no. You know, I was watching, well, even how the teachers dress. You know, I think. You know, the teachers were not a lot. The teachers had to look like. June Cleaver. Yeah. The, and, and, you, yeah. And there were very few men. Uh-huh. Many, many more men are teachers. Many more yes, men teachers yes. now. Uh, the other thing is, um, oh, what was I going to say? You know, we do also cool about the time and place we're in. Like, there's a lot more accessibility to different clothes, True. I think. Like, it is easier well, to order and things part of that, and I stuff, saw a lot you know? of what fast fashion. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. No, yeah. that's very true. Yeah. Uh, but then a lot of these kids are all about, like, the thrifting and the DIY and all, all that. That was chaos. Hillary. Yeah. She was all about her yeah. thrifting when she was in okay. school. Well, I just asked in the self sewn wardrobe group if people wanted an hour-long Sewing Out Loud episode, <laughs> and we have given it to them. Okay. Thank you all so much okay, for but waiting. I, yeah. Do, oh, are you, oh, are oh you my, waiting for are, my tip? I am. So Mallory and I have been known to tout the um, wonderful uh, characteristics of vodka and what it can do for you in your life besides make you tipsy, right? And I heard one this morning. I have not tried it, so I'm going to let y'all know, okay, is you put a splash of vodka in the in your flower water so that the bacteria and the slime don't grow on your stems because that is what takes the oomph out of your cut flowers. Ta-da! So we'll see. I'm going to try it. Well, thank you so much. Okay, everybody, thanks for listening. We hope to be back with you next week. We're going to take it easy. You know, if if ZD's got... If Zidi gets struck down by the arm pain, I don't want to put any pressure on her, but I I hope we'll be back next week, too. So, Zidi, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.